Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to episode number 15 of the Casca Grossa Jiu Jitsu podcast. I'm Thiago, and I'm gonna touch here probably one of the most popular and controversial topic in the world of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, which is to train in the gi or without the gi. I remember when I started training back in Brazil with Professor Money Mao, which is um, Carson's Gracie black belt, and uh, I did not see once no gi class on the schedule, despite of the several professional MMA fighters that used to train at that gym, and it was only gi guys at that time. But jiu-jitsu has evolved, and you can see a lot of uh, gyms or academies that they teach only no gi, you know, they completely dismiss the gi as being not essential or even counterproductive to developing the grips required to control an opponent without a collar or his sleeves. There has been arguments and disagreements on whether training in the gi or no gi, you know, which one is better, which one is superior to the other. So after speaking with a lot of people, um, various black belts, fighters, national and world champions, you know, all the way from white belts, um, there's no really a right or wrong answer and it still remains controversial. So we can go through some of the pros and cons when you train with these two variations. Training with gi. With the use of gi, obviously you've got more grips, which allows you for sweeps, you know, position retainment, more techniques, framing, defense, and pretty much is an endless chain of submission. You've got a lot of options there. You've got chokes from the collar, sleeves, lapels, both you and your opponent. So training with no gi, it's a complete different animal. So you feel like you have a limitless free range of movement, you know, until you get swept and end up in the bottom half or neon belly. With no gi, it doesn't offer the same grip advantages as in gi. You know, the ability to correctly maintain your position is even more important. So there's also less friction, making things very frustrating when chasing a submission, a guard pass, or a sweep. So what's the actual answer for the question? Train in gi or no gi? So I think the answer is both. So training in the gi will force you to be more aware of sweep options and submissions. Simply because it's more available in the gi than without it. So I guess in my opinion, those who start training in the gi will naturally build a solid foundation in defense. So guys, let's not forget, jiu-jitsu was invented for self-defense, not for self-offense. So if you train more no gi, you can easily learn to set up and execute a smaller set of skills. I guess more easily because there are few less submissions and sweeps that you can do those who train with no gi tend to be good at offense. So if you see people wrestling with no gi, they usually win the match by submission rather than points. So what do you think how practicing these two variations in gi and no gi, it will reflect on your long-term development? How do you think training gi and no gi will make a better jiu-jitsu fighter or jiu-jitsu practitioner? So remember Bruce Lee said, fear not the man who has practiced a thousand kicks once. But fear the man who has practiced one kick a thousand times. That's pretty good. I think there's a truth to jiu-jitsu in there as well. In my view, I really like the foundations and the dynamics of the positions. Like something simple that will work. And you can really apply when you're wrestling, when you're rolling. And when you start building that foundation, you know, you go crazy on the other positions and the more advanced. That's my point of view on that, guys. So just to conclude, um, training with the gi and no gi are both needed for you to be the most effective in the practice of jiu-jitsu. 
So taking consideration real life situations. So let's say if you're a blue or a purple belt and you get punched in the face and you're taken to the ground by a larger opponent. So imagine they're on top of you. So at this point, what defines how good your jiu-jitsu is? I think the first answer will be what's your ability to survive and defend yourself? I think as long as you're able to defend yourself and not get hurt, that's what matters. At the end of the day, your ability to defend yourself has much more value on the street. So I think for those who don't really know what to train or how much to train on a particular area of jiu-jitsu, maybe try to ask yourself how good your defense is. How good are you getting out of mount or from the back control? If you find yourself not escaping or constantly getting submitted, maybe you need to train in the gi, at least until you can improve your defense. Again, that's my opinion here. And I've been training in gi more, you know, and I think it has improved a lot my defenses. That's what has been working for me. So you have to test it and maybe try to, at some point, try to track your progress, taking notes or whatever you can use so you can go back in time and look at it. Okay, so in this day, I tried this. I trained with gi and I was able to defend a guard pass or I was able to defend a submission or armbar. At least that's what I do. I try to track as much as progress in jiu-jitsu as possible. But at the end of the day, just go to the gym, train, train hard, pay attention to the techniques and adjustments, and just train, man. Just go there and do your best. Try to avoid injuries, which is very important. Don't hurt your your training partner. And have fun. I think it's uh, the most important thing when you train jiu-jitsu. You have to have fun. Make good friends and progress together in the gentle art. So that's the end of this podcast, guys, and I really appreciate your time, your busy schedule if you listen to this podcast, and I want to thank you very much. So if you like this episode, please follow us, leave a review if you can, and um, I'll see you in the next episode. Oos.